0: let's go everybody Ooh, <laughs> happy sunday
1: it's finally sunday thank you so much so weird, eh? mike the musical vegan thank you so much for being here everybody i am happy that you are vegan and alive thank you so much for being here fanny pierre
0: yes hello everybody hi sky jack morgan
1: hello'm I'm, I'm glad you're alive um haven't talked to you in a, a whole week hopefully you've done audacious things in your vegan life done we some, did uh, we did text yeah we did
0: text a few days ago no did, we didn't
1: we did okay. text yeah i remember <laughs> the texting <laughs>
0: that, that, that could have been someone else texting for me i could have been I could have been dead and just was just faking it well, well
1: what 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 have you been <laughs> what have you been getting up to in this um in this wild audacious life of yours
0: well, as you know, and as a lot of people may know, this week I had a job interview for a job in yes. the animal rights movement. And I haven't heard from it, so we'll see. Yeah,
1: that about that um,
0: But it, I think it went pretty well well you know it's hard to know what people are expecting uh, when they give you tasks and some of the things I was surprised because they were asking me to use programs that I don't have that I would need for the job that they would give me for the job but then they were like can you use them now and I'm like I don't really have these programs so a few things were like like not easy to do with what they were asking me to do there were a bunch of challenges like I had to watch a bunch of images of animals being mistreated and that was really hard for me because as you know that's something i usually avoid yeah. so uh it was tricky for me but at the same time i did it and it, it went okay um but i i felt so that's something i usually do i i'm not afraid to tell people how i feel about things so when the day was over and my whole work mm. was over with them, I was like, listen, I don't think that I showed really my strengths in this way that you interviewed me. And I wish that there was one more thing I could show you that I want to show you. So can you give me tomorrow morning to finish the thing? And they were like, OK. Mm. And so they they let me they give me that time. And so I did the thing the next day. And hopefully they'll see who I am, and they'll see my strengths and how I can shine. Yeah,
1: I think it's going to end well. I have I, I I see very bright future for your uh, <laughs> your fledgling um, animal rights activism, and uh, I think it's going to be awesome.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, it's like uh, it's you know it's it's one thing. And I think everything we do always makes us feel better about the next thing. So even if this thing doesn't come up for me, I can try other something else and feel more comfortable doing it. So so what did you do this week that was audacious? Because this is the word that you used. I like this word.
1: Mm. Well, I drove a chicken truck uh, around much of the south at this point. Uh, it's been, it's been really fun because I've had really, I, what's cool about this tour is that I get to have co-stars at every stop. So I've met really cool people that work with the organization and they'll hop on my truck and help me take pictures. And it's just great to have co-pilots, you know, sidekicks on the adventure. And it's been really great meeting them And there. And it's also, you know, quality time with some cool people is always welcome meeting meeting new uh new pita peeps that's and, cool uh, you're gonna really have join their company
0: you're gonna have so many new people to interview yeah. on your channel i can't wait to meet them yeah <laughs> like-
1: i should I, I should actually bring them all on talk about how they went vegan on the channel and everything that'd be you know i, I probably will um now that i'm collecting t- uh you know phone numbers and and emails and everything but honestly it's been great and uh, i it's also good to have someone else who can like take some of the heat from like, cause I'll be standing in front of the truck or something. Someone might say something to me, but, but then someone else could be with the press and someone else could be with the, you know, taking pictures. And that's great. Cause sometimes like the f- couple stops that I've done by myself, you start feeling like an octopus, like you're jumping out of the truck, you're taking a picture, you're trying to talk to people, you're trying to do this, um, you know, seeing if you're doing it right. You're trying to move a little bit quickly at some parts and some, sometimes you're trying to stick around. So, It's just been, um, you know, it's been great having a couple people with me. This last leg, I just drove through literally just now. I just drove through the worst storm I've seen all year. It's um, I mean, I drove from Alabama, uh, sorry, Georgia to Florida. I'm in Jacksonville right now. And the road was just one of the worst, one of the worst storms I've driven in my life. It's just like very little visibility, just tons of rain. It was getting that little uh getting quite close to that's scary. It was a li- a lot of people were scared, they were pulled over and things like that, but <laughs> not, not us. Not, not us. you we No. Well, <laughs> I had miles to go. Yeah, I had the I had the chicken truck. I turned <gasps> I turned on the cluckers, I turned them on. They they gave me power. And uh, you know, it's for the am it's for the it's for the animals. So mm. we're uh you know, keep driving. Plus, I knew we had to do the show and we had to be on time. So I I forged on until we arrived and it was great.
0: Thank you. And we were almost on time. I guess my internet connection was just... It's weird because I did a two-hour Zoom this morning and it was working fine. And we started here and it's like, what's happening?
1: It could also be your camera settings. Like, it could be that you have a high... um, You have a high Um. rate... So sometimes that'll slow things down. Like mine right now is at 720 high, high definition, 720. Yours can be set at 1080 or whatever, just be set <sighs> the higher one.
0: And then it just makes it so. I see people in the like, uh, in the comments talking about not having jobs as vegans. Is it? It's hard to find jobs mm-hmm. as vegans because most of the jobs are not vegan, right? And everybody is like, I'm unemployed, right. I'm losing my job, it's hard. It's hard. Like I had this conversation with uh, my brother recently and he was like, you know, you're choosing because my brother is someone who helps people make money basically. And uh, he was like, you know, you're, you're kind of choosing all the hardest things to do. Like you're trying to be an artist and on top of being an artist, which is already hard. You choose to be an artist that is vegan and will only do vegan stuff. It's like, you're it, it feels like you're restricting, restricting. And it's, it's kind of, sad because uh the world is not vegan so we're very restricted in the jobs that we can do that go that align with our values um so also
1: also i would say that like everyone always says let me stop me if you've heard this one before everyone always says that um do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life you ever hear that shit and yet the second you tell someone like okay i'm gonna do what i love people are like well that's a hard thing to do you might not want to try that oh, i don't know. you're never gonna make any money doing that one you two are trying the hard things in life
0: it's funny because for me every time i do something i love i work twice as hard yeah so it's it's kind of the contrary like It is work because you care so much when you love something, you care so much. So you want to do it and you want to do it fully. And so, of course, it's hard when you love something. It's like when I was at school, I was always kind of a good student. Mm -hmm. But if there was a class that I didn't care about, I didn't care about failing in that class. I was like, I don't know, F math, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't care about math. So I'm just gonna not study. I don't care. But if I did care about something, and then I had terrible results, I was like, Oh, no, I really, I really wanted I really tried, you know what I mean? So it's hard, because when you really care about the job you do, it's it's gonna have an impact on your mental, like how you feel about yourself, because you want to succeed, you want that thing to succeed, you care so much. So you work even harder. I mean, that's my experience. But
1: I don't well, know. I agree. I mean, I was in the restaurant. I own a restaurant. So I know exactly how that feels. You know, you feel like you're putting everything into it and no one's no one's saying thank you or that they like anything. So I completely understand what you mean. But it's it's one of those um, the curse of being your own boss. Right. And even if you're not your own boss, you're just involved in something that you really love. You have to you have to work so hard at it that it starts you turn it into a job, you know,
0: yeah, but. exactly. And like someone here is saying Mepple14. I'm sorry, I, I don't really know how to pronounce your uh, nickname. But it seems like if you want a vegan job, you have to create one for yourself. Take years of hard work. I agree. I agree. I think, I think that's what most vegans try to do. First of all, they want to change the world. So they create jobs where their whole purpose is to change the world and make it a vegan place, which is already hard. But on mm-hmm. top of that, it's not a job that people want to pay for. Like, who's going to pay you to do that? Uh, so it's like, you Well, know, it turns out there is an organization. Yeah, there are some organizations. Yeah, there is one here represented mm-hmm. by you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not easy. Um, yeah, and some people say it's it's hard to work and vegan jobs yeah of course it's hard like when you have i i saw someone um, who is now on my channel on youtube someone Mm is delivering food uh for you know uber eats or stuff like that and i'm like Mm -hmm. that must be tough Mm -hmm. because most of the food you're delivering is not vegan and like i worked at a bakery a few years ago and i felt terrible serving people milk all day having to prepare beverages with milk i was like that's so gross like ugh no, thank you.
1: Yeah. And it starts to look like it's impossible to get out of that, of that dystopia of that, um, you know, the system of oppression that we've found ourselves. And it's, it, it's just the fact that it's harder for vegans shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, but that's exactly why we need companies like V kind and, and, or, you know, communities so that people can help each other out and find jobs for each other, you know, and help, help find something. Yeah. Maple 14 says, I've heard on an, an, an animal activist mentorship podcast that the majority of funding goes to the big vegan organizations and very little goes to grassroots individuals. Could be true, but, um, you know, the grassroots organizations are often funded by the large organizations. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, how, how organizations work is, is a little, uh, you know, insider baseball. But at the end of the day, there are vegan companies coming up. There are ones that are, are more, you know, in line with your your sense of justice your sense of of right and wrong so i think that it's becoming more it's becoming easier but you you end up taking a pay cut you end up doing things harder the hard way um the truth is if you wanted to do something if you take veganism out of it and you want to i don't know draw cartoons it's hard you're going to take a pay cut you're going to try to figure out how to make something of this you're going to try to find happiness where you can and it's going to be very hard work it's just if you wanted to be a musician, it'd be the same thing. So doing something that you believe in is always the harder way.
0: You mm-hmm. think Robert
1: Frost had it easy writing poetry? I think uh, you know, like he's famous now, or you know, not all of them get like that. Most of them don't. And,
0: and it's even and it's even harder because usually you become good at it and you make it look easy. Yeah, and like, then
1: everyone thinks like. mm-hmm.
0: Then everyone's like, "That's so easy. They have it easy," lucky, and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm when I'm, when someone is telling me, oh, but look, that person, like they're so successful, it's easy for them. I'm like, they make it look easy,
1: which mm-hmm. probably
0: means they had to work so much to make it look easy. Like that's always, for me, mm-hmm. interesting. Um,
1: totally. When I was at my best, when I was really <laughs> working on poetry, I could pay two months a year with rent. I could pay two months of rent a year uh, with my Poetic Endeavours. And that was, like, super successful. That was real deal. So, yeah, you can go – I the, the choice was to go into che- to teaching, to go down this academic path, which I couldn't stomach because I feel like that's where poetry goes to die, or figure out something else, right? And so Turning Veganese says that he once mm. that he worked at, at – at fast food places felt sick the whole time wanted to cry and puke during his shifts also having to deal with carny idiots who yell at you over barbecue sauce that's was that was my life i not fast food but fine dining and and hospitality yeah people people yelling at people for extra ketchup or mm-hmm. pickles.
0: but even in in as an actress because we always think oh uh like fast food places or f- mm-hmm. dining places are logically non-vegan. But even as an actress, it's really hard because a lot of jobs are to promote these places. So to do commercials as an actor and act, or you play in films where your character is not vegan or the whole plot Mm -hmm. of the movie is not vegan. And it's really hard. I mean, that's why I was like, okay, now I'm going to do a vegan channel. So people who make vegan movies, so companies who make vegan food will see me as their ally, because as an actress, when I'm just as an actress and I don't say I'm vegan at all, why would they hire me? They like they have no, you know, like, yeah. And I don't want to be hired by the people who promote other stuff that are not vegan. So, yeah, I I want the companies to see me and hire me to promote their project, their, their products and all of that.
1: Exactly. That's the future. Yeah. Um- Alpha office says, at least you guys have a talent. There's no, I have no talent as a vegan. Of course you have a talent. It's simply one yes. that you must discover on your own, but of course you have talent. Give me that. Everybody has talent. And, 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 uh, I'm not a religious person, but I love the idea that your talent is God's gift and that he wants you to share it with everyone. I've always liked that, that type of, um, that, that idea that, because some things seem innate they seem god-given don't they not that i'm not that i'm want to talk about god because everyone knows how i feel about that but like it it seems so self-evident without any without anything else um that god gave you a gift and you need to share it with everyone because yeah. that's what you're that's why he gave it to you
0: i don't know karina if I'm v like... of
1: course is an amazing artist and a great and huh?
0: great, great person. I've seen her talent. She's awesome. Um, one thing. So for me, She's a great I don't artist, a great don't, person. Of All course, awards. I don't know if I like Basket. believe that God gave me a talent. But here is one thing that I believe, and it, please bear with me. It's going to take one minute for me to explain. For me, every person yes. that that is on this planet is a miracle because because like just for life to appear on earth is a miracle. Like it's, it's or an anomaly. You see it the way you want. Right. But there are so many planets around us. There's so many. It's a long shot. It's like for life because some. It's highly unlikely. It's very unlikely. And other Planets had life come up and then they became too hot and then all life died. So for us to have life on the planet, that life became so developed that humans with brains like us happen on the planet is also an anomaly. Just life happening is an anomaly. Brains in humans and such developed people is an anomaly. And then me being alive because all my ancestors met and my parents had sex at that moment for me to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an anomaly. Yes. I'm a miracle. I'm something that was not supposed to happen in the logic, lo- logic logic of the universe, right? So I don't know if we have gifts or whatever, but being here is so special. It is so special. It, there, it was a chance in billions of billions of billions that we would be here happening, right? So for me, even if, every day is not like perfect and all i really cherish that i'm able to even just experience this world because it's it was very likely that i was not gonna happen and be here and all so (laughs) that's for me yeah so i'm trying to like be like okay even what's shitty it's like it's part of the experience right yeah Yeah,
1: i mean uh, i think that here, here's the opposite side. A miracle of existence, full of suffering. I'm an alphaist. Uh, if I had a choice, I'd make the whole life experience fail to create life. Oh, alpha sophist! Aren't you the? Aren't you the ray of hope and sunshine that we need on a Sunday afternoon? Um, <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes. Yes. I. I mean,
1: <laughs> the way I. I the way I see it, I always it's funny because we were talking about the last couple of days on the road. There's some of us who like to wake up super early and some who like to sleep in super late. And I'm just like, man, I just like being awake. I don't care what time of day it is. I like to be out here experiencing life and seeing things and creating and doing stuff. You know, I just like to be active. And by active, I don't mean like lifting weights or whatever. I just mean like being in motion. I'd rather, I'd rather be ashes than dust
0: Mm -hmm.
1: is what, um, Definitely. And I feel
0: like I mean maybe it's me, and this is this is actually a, a conversation I had with Jess this week. And to bring it back to veganism, this week I was I was we were talking with Jess, um, and I was saying like the harm that people are doing to animals. They're not doing it directly to me, and Jess was mm-hmm. sort of disagreeing. Um, so we had different opinions on that topic. But to me, I'm like. I I have decided a while ago that I would not want to let other people have power over me. And so oftentimes when I feel bad, it's because I will compare myself to others or I will let someone's words affect me or actions. But I can decide, you know what? I don't want this. Mm. I don't want to be affected. I don't want I I want to do things differently. And it takes a lot of energy and it takes people like you around you to support you because most people don't believe that and all, but to me it's possible. And I know that maybe I'm just too privileged and I don't see it and all, but I feel like it's a choice to be happy For example, when I came to America, I had no friends. I didn't know anybody, couldn't speak the language. It was so hard for me. I was sad every day that I didn't see my family. I felt it was unfair that my career was going nowhere when I was starting to have a career in France. And then I come here and nobody cares about me. Like the amount of unfairness and and everything that. And I, I felt bad all the time. And then one day I was like, I'm done feeling bad and sorry for myself. I'm done. This is not helping me. This is not helping others or my relationship. And I'm going to choose to be like, okay, this is the life I have. What am I going to do with this? I'm not with my family and that's it. I'm just not. And I have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. It was hard. It was really hard still today. Uh, But I feel so much better dealing with what's in front of me than resenting what's in front of me.
1: Well, this is something that I this is something that speaks to my meditation practice. I really feel like meditation brings you to that like what's in front of you, what is here, what is now, not what it could be, not what was, not what will be. It's what's now that's important and what are you doing within that happiness is a means of travel, not a destination. That you're not hoping to one day become happy. You need to choose happiness every day, wherever you're going, because mm-hmm. the path is not always chosen by you. It's almost never chosen by never. you. Never. It's I mean, never. a lot of what happens in our lives is 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 inevitable. Since the Big Bang, we've been traveling this direction.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's we have we have we can make choices. Fanny, because... can you come again. Yeah, you hear me?
1: Hey, Fanny, do me a favor. Hit the. Um... Hit the settings section. You see at the bottom of the screen, there's a, a little gear. It says settings.
0: Yes.
1: Click My it and, camera, le- and tell me what it says under camera. It says 480. So, tell me what it says. So it says
0: 480. What does it
1: say under camera resolution?
0: 480. I can put in low definition. It says
1: 480. Really?
0: I now I'm at 360. 360 now can everybody see me or is it just just sky
1: now i can i can hear maybe it might be just me it's weird i don't know i never have this oh (laughs) can everybody see me now you're writing in the comments i like it okay oh maybe it's because do you have youtube open right now i do do you have youtube running on your same computer
0: i just removed shut it. down
1: youtube for me see if that fixes it because this has happened uh, before.
0: deb says i can see and hear you both
1: just shut down shut down youtube for a second
0: i did shut it down i did
1: looks like turning veganese has become a Ooh! youtube member thank you turning veganese thank you for becoming a chamber channel member i really appreciate that awesome Very cool. So
0: can you see me Seems okay, says Cole.
1: Everyone can hear what you're saying but me. So we're going to have a really fun conversation. I I think it's because you have YouTube running at the same time as StreamYard. And I'm watching you through StreamYard. And they're watching you through YouTube. That's what I think is happening. But I could be wrong. All right. So it it could be just me. My internet seems to be working fine. So let's just keep going. I wanted to tell you a story about something that I thought was kind of funny that happened. Are you ready for it?
0: (laughs) Yes, if you can hear him saying yes. Yes, I am. You Ready
1: for it? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> here's what here's what happened. We pulled into Albany, Georgia. And Albany, Georgia is is a smaller town. It's on the small side of American life. And we get in there and we're staying I didn't know until we arrived at a red roof inn. Now, anyone who's been following my journey knows that the last red roof inn red roof inn we stayed at was kind of a shit show uh we were outside of i think penn state or i can't remember where we were but we weren't in a good one um not all red roofs are created equal but we ended up in a red roof and it was actually quite nice it was a nice red roof and i got into the hotel room and i went okay not so bad at all not bad so i get in my hotel room i go to sleep and i wake up at 3 a.m and i hear i hear chickens all i can hear is chickens and i'm like Oh, am I going crazy from hearing this chicken truck, and it's in my dreams? And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm dreaming about roosters, and I keep on hearing roosters. And I'm like, that's not the sound of these damn of of the of the chicken truck. I think, and so I fall asleep again. You're dreaming. It's just like three, four of now, four o'clock truck. in the morning. I wake up. It's roosters, and I'm like, and, it, and when I wake up, the roosters, I can kind of hear them. But you know how when you wake up, your dreams might start going – like they kind of fade out sometimes. They're so mixing
0: with reality. I hear these
1: roosters – yeah, it's like mixing with reality. Right. Okay. So finally I fall asleep. I wake up a few hours later. Whatever. No, what happens is I stay up. I wake up and I stay up because these roosters – and I don't hear them anymore. So I just read – I read a book a little bit. I'm reading Eisel Mazer's book. It's pretty damn good. I'm on the last um, 20 pages of it right now. Okay. So then – I get up, we we have to check out. I I get my cohort, we're we're getting going. I'm still limping because my foot was hurting. Get out and we're mapping out our day on the phone to see like what stops we have to make. And all of a sudden something runs by. And I'm like, that was the weirdest looking cat. That I don't think that was a cat. What was that animal? And then another one runs by. I'm like, what are these? It's a large animal. You were still dreaming then roosters start running towards the car the truck start running towards the truck wild roosters that are and they're beautiful they're like the ones with the big blue plumage and the red bodies you know and they're running towards the chicken truck
0: (laughs) because they wanted to see their friends
1: they want to see their friends. Maybe that was it. They just wanted to come and say hello. They were just ha- getting their morning started. They were running around this parking lot at the end at the Red Roof Inn, and I went. I wasn't dreaming after all. These were the these were the roosters. But there were there were many of them, and they were like hiding in the bushes. They were just a, an infestation. I might call them of roosters. Yes, but we're That's in a, we're cute. in like a we're in like a city. I mean, it's not. it's not la but it's like a little tiny city we're not in the it's not as rural as you wouldn't think that you would come and see a bunch of wild damn roosters running around
0: did you take photos and videos
1: we took some photos but like it's hard to catch a rooster they're running like they're not (laughs) they're not um they're not coming up for a say hello they're They're the lucky
0: ones they're still running
1: they don't were out there looking for food in the morning or something they were very very much like the um it's cute they were cute they were in fact cute yes but they and they were beautiful birds I think that someone must have maybe the hotel there was like some other I don't know why they were all out I, i've i've seen hunt i've seen people near like I've been in las Vegas I've been in parts of it that are rural and there's like roosters out there's just people with roosters in the street and shit but this wasn't that there was many there were many of them and they were like running around like cat like cats like you would that's see that's really cat.
0: cool i mean I, when i was in Bali, you had dogs like that all over the place and it was really cool to just have dogs you know being just like birds just going around
1: yeah i think um t- yeah i mean dogs i mean when i'm in mexico i see packs of dogs i mean dogs Mm -hmm. are a a dozen roosters fanny these are roosters plus i thought i was dreaming and you're right where they uh, she she asked if they were um, that some hens crow too i'm pretty sure i was hearing just the whole flock behind my hotel room having a party in the morning and then going out looking for food once the sun came up but they were
0: My mom used to have a bunch of chickens when she was younger and they seem to perch on trees like at night that will just go in the trees to sleep to, I guess, escape whatever might run on the ground and try Mm. to chase them and all. And so maybe they were in the trees and you didn't see them when you came at night. And then in the morning they were just going down and like, but they're birds after all. Like it's because we cut chickens wings when they are in the uh, in the farms, but otherwise they're just birds and they can, they can fly, right?
1: Well, they kind of fly, right? Yeah. They can, like wild chickens can sort of fly. They can't fly like, they can fly like peacocks, you know, they can, they can fly sort of. Yeah. Jump
0: and fly, jump and yeah. fly,
1: but yeah. It's like turkeys. Turkeys, they they fly really fast, but they don't fly very far. But um,
0: <laughs> the early bird gets to meet sky. <laughs> the early bird
1: gets to meet sky. Exactly. They roost on branches for safety. Yeah, I think of them a lot yeah. like peacocks because they're like they're pretty large birds as far as birds go, and Ooh. and they and they, you know how peacocks? If you go to a place that has a lot of peacocks, they'll be like. In the ground behind bushes a couple be in the trees mm-hmm. but they don't like they don't really live in the trees they might nest in the trees i don't know i don't know that much about the, the life cycle i think they,
0: they do i think they can yeah
1: but i've also seen like egret nests over the uh, on this journey they're massive nests you know stork nests and all that type of stuff it's really um funny, a rowdy rooster raid <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, for I was I was just happy that I wasn't crazy because all night I really was I really was thinking that I was just dreaming and that the sound of the chicken truck was getting into my brain at night. Luckily, that wasn't the case. So
0: that wasn't the case. Maybe that was both.
1: No, no, I'm I'm positive I heard <laughs> I, I was... heard chickens in the at three o'clock in the morning. Later on at around ten o'clock in the morning, I see uh, chickens running around. I'm pretty sure it was the Maybe same.
0: They, they were having some fun at night. You never know at three AM. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know.
1: Again, I don't know what time chickens like to get busy, but uh they were <laughs> they were definitely having conversation. Uh, I mean they're gregarious birds, aren't they? They they're the, always chit chatting.
0: The thought of having these birds having such a good time. <laughs> makes yeah. me happy right for outside them. My,
1: my hotel room. Yeah, I was very, ha- I was very happy for them because <laughs> I haven't seen any birds have good times since I've been on this journey. Yeah, it's oh so always talking about dead birds. I've seen a lot of dead birds since I've been here. Yeah,
0: kind of yeah. sad.
1: And then in Albany, I'm sorry, in Macon, or where the hell we were? I think in Macon we had some press.
0: <clears throat> Some press. Did
1: you the chicken the truck was nice... on the news and Macon, uh, Macon, Georgia. That was really Ooh,
0: cool. That's cool. Hmm? Did they interview you? Did they interview you? <laughs> you they did not me. interview
1: me this time, that, uh, no. Okay. But I, I was, but still, I mean, it's still my chicken truck, and um, it yeah. was in the on the news. And it's if you want to see the clip, it's in. It's funny because the news, the news, what sucks about it is like who pays the news, who buys ads from local news? Chick fil A. You know what I mean? They don't, they know which side the bread is buttered on. It's such a, you don't have to have a conspiracy if, if you're, if you're friggin', if, if Chick fil A is buying ad space from local news, NBC seven or whatever it is. Are they going to report negatively about Chick Fil A?
0: Probably not. So. Probably not. No, it's true. It's true. That's why uh, a certain company yeah. my husband's pursuing so is they, not so stopping said- is not stopping their partnership with feathers because if they did, they would have to stop all their partnerships they do with places that abuse animals. So they're not going to do that. That's just the way it is. There's a clear delay between what I'm saying and what Sky's hearing of me. I can't because there's no way they can read Yeah, I I don't know. Sky, can you still hear me? I don't know if Sky can still hear me.
1: You sound like a robot to me right now, but you're smiling.
0: <sighs> it seems like, it seems like the connection's good between us and everybody, but between us, it's not working. It's weird. Sky may need to check the resolution under his camera. <laughs> Maybe it's your. <laughs> Maybe it's Sky. <laughs> I love it um i
1: just lowered it to 360 how's that
0: it's for me it works well but can you hear me still or no it, it doesn't work fine no and you don't seem to hear me oh I, everybody. I can hear
1: um i can hear like bits and parts of your audio but okay. um danny
0: i'm sorry but, but it's funny because deb
1: thompson know. says that we're coming in clear for everybody so
0: i think we there are you go yeah I think we are. Okay, so let me tell you one story. if you can hear me a little bit. Can you hear me a little bit? If I tell one story?
1: I can hear a little bit. tell me my tell me a story.
0: Okay. so this week on Tuesday, we went to a rodeo protest and um I filmed a video. I posted the video. Yeah. And then I got so many hate comments and trolls and people being really calling me trash and all sorts of things on TikTok. And so first thing I did, I Mm -hmm. had never done that. I didn't know how to do it was I removed all the comments. And then the second thing I did was I started blocking people who would then come to my other videos to like put more mean comments. And then the third thing I did, I ended up doing last night was to remove the the video and make it so only me can see it. Um, And it's, it's, it's hard because we're trying to do something. We are putting our activism out there and like mostly on social media, I'm not asking yeah. people. Like when you drive the truck, you are bringing your truck in front of places where people are upset to see it, right? When I put on social media, people can choose whatever they watch on social media, and then they decide to come watch me and then to hate on me, and they're pretty violent. And it's it's interesting to me how their violent behaviors towards Animals are also translated into violent behaviors towards us. And when I say I'm a nonviolent person, I'm not going to insult you. I'm not going to say you're dumb for believing whatever you... I'm not going to do that. I'm nonviolent. I'm not going to do that. It's interesting to see that they Mm -hmm. go there. And I wonder, like, I do believe that when you're a nonviolent person because you're vegan, it translates in many other places in your life. For me, it's, it's weird to be, for example, vegan, and not caring about humans. And it's weird to be vegan and be violent to yourself, being mean to yourself. That's something that I have to deal with. Sometimes I'll be mean to myself, like regarding to my looks, my weights, my whatever. And then I'll be like, hold on, you're vegan, you're choosing to have an you can't be violent with yourself either. That includes yourself,
1: yeah.
0: right? Um, so, what do you think about that? If you heard mm-hmm. what I said.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know why you would remove the videos, though. Like, I don't, I don't understand that step of the story. Why would you remove the vi- the videos if just because be- some trolls left you nasty be- comments?
0: Because now all of my next videos. People come from that video to then troll me, and I, as much as just I'm ban okay, them. I mean I do, but at some point I was like, I'm just gonna, like maybe I will post the video again. But if the video is preventing other people to maybe see this video because the only people that are attracted to our trolls, that the the purpose mm-hmm. of my video is not served, right? Because my goal is to reach people who are on the verge or maybe questioning or whatever. But if people have one issue in head and then they come and troll all my videos because of that one issue, I'm deserving, you know. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah,
1: I mean. Well, I mean. I don't know. I, it's weird that so I just ban, you know, I, I just ban anyone who's going to be really jerk. And I, I do, on, on TikTok, for example, where it's particularly toxic, I've just turned off comments because I'm just like, I guess we're not going to do that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, every platform works differently. So, um, on TikTok, it, you cannot hide. It's like you can block people. They cannot find you anymore. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I had like I had in less than 24 hours over 200 comments that were only mean and I yeah. didn't know how to ban 200 people from my from viewing my channel. You know what I mean? It's like I would have spent like three hours. So I just turned the comments off so people don't see it because I think that violence attracts violence. So if I leave the comment,
1: block. you could just yeah delete the comment.
0: Yeah, but two hundred comments. I was even today. I would still be doing this, blocking, 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 because people Which platform did you get
1: all this on? Like 200, 200 nasty comments like that. It's Which platform TikTok.
0: was it? It's TikTok.
1: TikTok. It's always TikTok. So just turn off comments on TikTok.
0: I th- th- that's what I did. But then they would come to my other videos and still. Oh, I turned comment. it off on
1: all my. I turned it off on all my entire channel. And so I turn off comments for my entire channel because that's what they'll do. They'll go to the whatever one you don't have, and so I put no comments on any of my content on TikTok because that's the only one that's like that. Like I, mm-hmm. and you know what? My my channel is still growing. My I'm still like uh, last time I checked, I think I'm at like twenty six hundred. Yeah. So I mean, I mean like,
0: for me, I have hate comments on Instagram and on and on uh, YouTube too.
1: A little bit, not 200 at a time.
0: Not 200, but a bunch. A bunch. Like my videos are, are have easily, my shorts, they have easily 2,200, 3,000 views. And so I have a bunch mm-hmm. of people still commenting. So everywhere now I'm getting hate. It's like, and it's funny because I feel like my videos are not, like I'm not insulting anyone. Like the no. last video I did was, Is this true or false? This Mm -hmm. is false. The truth is this. And people get so pissed. They're like, stop telling people what to do. And I'm like, I'm just stating a fact. I'm not telling anyone what to do. You do what you want based on the facts. But I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just telling you a fact.
1: It's really funny because your stuff is far more, let's just call it nicer than what I do. And yet no one tells me to do shit like i get a lot of trolls especially if i get one that gets over like 5000 views or something on any platform when you get something that goes to 5 or 10000 views you're going to get trolls there's no way around it because that's that's what they do they the algorithm showing it to a larger number and a larger number and a larger number of people so it's going to get a percentage of trolls on each each ring of that that of the seven rings of hell so i mean i so i just i, I since it's unmanageable I just turn it off on. I only respond on um, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I won't uh, so, respond on, on TikTok or Instagram usually.
0: So Trapped in the Matrix says, I mean, seriously, don't use TikTok and stuff. Can you just not read the comments post? So here is what happened and why I decided to take the video down is because a lot of people, after I shut the comments, were saving my video. And that ban is happening here in Los Angeles. So, a lot of people know that if I'm there, it's because I live in Los Angeles. And maybe I'm crazy, but I was like, are they saving the video so they know what I look like in case they meet me in person? I don't know. Because no, I'm like, try
1: to edit it and, and do something stupid with it or do, you know, they, that's what they do.
0: Exactly. But I was like, oh, okay, well, now all of these people know my face. And it's not like I was the face of the protest. You know what I mean? Like, I was not organizing that protest, like nothing. I was just there and I made a video about it. And then people were like really going for it. And I was like, wow, people threatening me really badly. And I was like, it's not like people in Iowa threatening Mm -hmm. me. It's people who live in the same city as I do.
1: So Mm -hmm. I felt...
0: I felt unsafe, to be honest.
1: Iowa. I've never heard someone pronounce Iowa like you just Iowa. did.
0: It. Iowa. It's, you
1: went, it's... it's not like they're in Iowa.
0: <laughs> it's my French. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. They, is that how they say Iowa in French? They say... We say Iowa. Comment appelez-vous <laughs> le Iowa?
0: I guess we say Iowa. Iowa? How do you say in English? Iowa. Iowa. Okay. Thank That's you it. for telling me.
1: <laughs> yes, it's it's seventy five percent vowels, one hundred percent awesome, Iowa.
0: Love it. I wish there was this. I wish there was. You can check not on before, but I wish there was that. That would be great. They so have I would... that
1: on some channel on some platform. I think you could do that on on YouTube, but it's kind of boring. It's like you want to have engagement, so it kind of sucks because like on TikTok, I. It's like I wish that I didn't have to keep the comments off, but I'm just keeping them off. Because if you want to come and come at me, I only do one. (laughs) I love it's Iowa from now on. Yeah, (laughs) perfect.
0: (laughs) You should see the number of things that my husband today, he only says in French because I still to this day, I'm like, I don't know how to say that in English. So we'll just use the French word and that's it.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, great.
0: Oh gosh! Hi, Jess. <laughs> and then Jess is like, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> he,
1: he only uses he only uses the uh he only use the French word le le, le pain yeah. uh, le, le, le chien
0: for uh, for applesauce. We never say applesauce. We say compote.
1: Compote. Yeah, we well, use it in English compotes. too. Yeah. Except or, in English, you know how we say that we call it a compote.
0: Ah, there you go. But for uh, mashed potatoes, because mashed potatoes is long. It's like, why this long? We say puree. Puree is in French. Puree. Puree. It's, it's
1: basically the same language. You just have to say everything with a French accent.
0: Thank you. Iowa. Thank
1: you.
0: Iowa. <laughs> it's like <That's> aloha. <laughs>
1: Aloha. Aloha. You're in Iowa. Great. It's a perfect.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah, that was that was my one thing. And then it was I had also one comment that I wanted to share today that someone said to me. So it was was on my it was on my video where I say hey, someone, a, a character is saying, well, cows are treated nicely. Farmers love them. And then I'm me as a vegan. And I'm like, okay, do you want to watch images of how cows are being treated? Oh, yeah, and then they're, like, they're like, no, no, right? Mm-hmm. And someone commented, quote, you can impregnate a cow, treat it well, and farm mm-hmm. the milk. And I only answered, how do you? How do you put something in the rectum of a cow and call Mm -hmm. that treat her well? Like how like because people use uh, mechanical, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, impregnation, impregnate. It, It sounds like fancy. It's like it sounds like IVF. It's not IVF.
1: Well, yeah, that's what they no. call it. Artificial, artificial insemination of yes. a cow. It's like, it's- uh, if you don't want to be artificially inseminated, that's called rape. Exactly. There's, yeah. It's, it's a- ridiculous. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it was interesting because I was like, how can someone say that, write that, and think what I said means they were nice to the cow? I'm like, there's no way. Like, yeah, a lot of people write stuff and I'm like, blinking yeah
1: well it's funny but because then when you're out in the field i know that you had a bad experience in la this week but i um i was in front of maryland chickens uh fried chicken something in uh someplace in georgia and somebody who worked there comes out and says can i have one of those and i thought they told i said of course here have a she wants a, a vegan starter kit yeah, here you go. Have a vegan starter kit. She goes, can I have two? Because my son's really thinking about, he really wants to go vegan. He's getting me to go vegan. I'm like, yeah, of course you can have two, have as many as you want. You want to give them to all your friends who work here? No, no, two's okay. And she's like, thank you so much for being here. And we're there protesting, you know what I mean? And so even though we have these moments where it seems like these morons n- won't get it. it at every single spot for every you know there might be 10 people who call me and ask you know call me names or like or boo or make some joke like someone drove by a chick-fil-a's like the chick's chicken tastes great <laughs> driving away <And> <laughs> like, like
0: nobody did that before them
1: right or they were like- the
0: first. <laughs>
1: I, I literally, I, I don't even have anything to say except if that if that's what passes for comedy, bro, like you're, you're, you're really bottom that, of the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. The chicken tastes your- great. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you aware that you are acting like an evil, it, an evil villain?
0: No, they are like a a 10 year old who did something bad and was running to hide and then they'll they'll
1: drive their truck they're always in a pickup truck and they'll drive their pickup truck as quickly away as possible because they're afraid of what i might do i guess or i might like crush their little tiny egos but um but but for every so i do have some of those but so many people like who are in the parking lot of chick-fil-a will be like i love that you're doing this i love every single chick-fil-a we've done it's been very much that way where yes, they're they're always busy, and most of the people who are there hate it. But a lot of them are there with a passenger seat. Someone in the pa- who's like, "I'm so glad you're doing this. Fuck these guys, and this is horrible. They're anti, they're they're homophobic. They're they're super, they're fake Christian religion. They're, they're, it's all BS. They're horrible company, and you are take trying to take them down. Thank you. And I'm like, we're clearly not the only. Uh, you know what I mean? No, it's no. It's, it's, it's true. It's hard to remember them sometimes because there is a lot of what you're describing, you know, but we have to try to concentrate on the ones that we are changing, the ones we are waking up. Mm -hmm. Or Or I'll end up like like Eisel Mazard and hate the whole movement.
0: Mm -hmm. No, for me, you know, and it's interesting because after they came, they came at me with so many mean comments on the first day, I really tried to put myself in their feet. And I, in their shoes. And I was like, yeah, it, it will suck for a bunch of people to lose their jobs because rodeos are banned. A mm-hmm. lot of people are going to lose their livelihood, even when all the cows like the farms are going to stop with cows making milk or being sold for meat. So many people are going to lose their job. And it's the responsibility for me of the government. Because the government right now is sponsoring. I looked at the numbers. The the meat industry is indebted of $416 billion Mm -hmm. in America, just in America. Yeah. So people from the government are using my money, my taxpayer money, to invest in making meat, producing meat, farming with my money. And then this meat is still too expensive and they're selling it at the lowest price for people to be able to buy so much of it to make them believe that that it's the best for them and all. Yeah. So they can get sick, so they can sell them medication after that. It's terrible. It's like this industry is losing so much money mm-hmm. and yet so many people depend on it, the, their livelihood and yeah. It's yeah, I mean, there's something. Have you
1: heard about this whole like McDonald's cost so much money? It's like it's a trend and it's something that's really coming, working its way into it's kind of weaseling its way into politics. Um, that McDonald's costs 16 17 $18 to go have a meal there. And it's like, well, wait till you stop paying for it with your taxes. You, it actually costs way more than that because so much of your taxes are hidden. Um, Because so much of your money is already in the cost of a McDonald's hamburger because so much of your taxes have already been prepaid for what's on your – in your little plastic box or whatever Mm -hmm. they call it. So I mean like it's just going to get worse. And people are like, well, it's Biden's fault. No, man. It's just getting worse. Trends are changing and we need to stop subsidizing these bullshit in your – McDonald's should be expensive, it should be the most expensive thing you ever eat because of what's mm-hmm. in it and how sick it's going to make you. And I'm sick of paying for all these fat fucks. Not that if you want to be a fat, I'm not saying I'm not trying to fat shame. No, for these people do whatever people. for
0: their own health. I don't care what they do. I don't want to pay for it. it. it, it. I don't want to pay
1: for them. We are paying for their their death, and they're just keep shoveling it in. It should be taxed like cigarettes.
0: And the, the problem is it's always affecting the 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 how do you say that the poorest populations because these foods cost less than actually feeding yourself well. So it, it blows my mind when people are like, oh, you're only vegan because you love animals. You prefer animals to people. How, why don't you care about people? I'm like, don't you see that I care about you? Mm-hmm. That it's killing you? This industry is killing you and it's affecting the poor people first. Don't you see? Don't you see that McDonald's is cheaper and terrible for your health than going and buying actual food? Don't you see yep. that? It's crazy to me. And then and then they keep defending people doing that, and I'm like, they bought you, they well, bought you, and you don't even know it.
1: Yeah, it, they are. They bought you. That's exactly right. They brainwashed you. They they indoctrinated you. It's kind of like today we were doing. It was pouring rain, and in the pouring rain at a place called, I want to say, cookout or something. There's a place called Cookout Diner, because Chick Fil A was closed today. Lo- fast food. Line of cars around the block into traffic, just a line of cars waiting. And every time I was, I got, I got a little ranty. I'm like, every time I see that I'm going, this is, these are your apex predators. These are your, your canine teeth waiting in car, waiting in a car in the rain, waiting for your disgusting little, your disgusting little dead animal between a piece with two pieces of bread. That's that what an apex predator that people are, you know,
0: it's like it's like people in this country and in many countries, too, are dying of diabetes. Diabetes has become almost one of the first diseases amongst children. Yeah. So before it was adults, but now it's attacking children. Mm-hmm. And you see, for example, for me, it's very clear when I see Starbucks and people say Starbucks is in the business of coffee. Mm-mm-mm. Starbucks is in the business of sugar. Starbucks wouldn't make as much money if they were selling black coffee. Starbucks is working because they're selling a little vanilla sugar (laughs) here a little caramel sugar there that's how they're making money yeah some of
1: those some of those drinks that they serve I once saw an an infographic it's more than
0: coca-cola
1: or it's more than a it's more than a cheeseburger it's more than a big mac it was compared to a big mac like a like a one of those starbucks frappuccino type drinks Mm -hmm. and it has as much Saturated fat and sugar and and all these different cholesterol all the, like and it was comparing it to a Big Mac and people gobble them down every morning mm-hmm. and not to mention the fact every morning like eight dollars for that shit and they're paying eight dollars for that but then complaining that a a a meal at McDonald's costs twelve or fourteen or fifteen or whatever mm-hmm. it is well then then stop buying Starbucks like what is what are you talking about I just this issue cracks me up and it's becoming a, everything that I read about politics right now, they're talking about this McDonald's thing. And it's interesting because there used to be a thing called the big Mac index where you could see like how a country's doing based on their price of a big Mac, like go to France and what are they charging for a big Mac? Go to Poland. What are they charging for a big Mac? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of get an idea of what their economies look like. And this smacks of that. People love that shit. You know, who, you stop eating. Stop eating there. This is, should be the the lesson. Is don't eat at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, have you have you been able to vote in America yet? I know you're a yes. citizen. Okay, yes. Okay. So I did
0: already twice. Noticed,
1: so have you noticed that both times that you voted in California, there's always something about dialysis. On the ballot, every every single time we vote on the on the ballot initiatives, there's always a I
0: don't remember that. But also when we vote, there is like 70 different things we're yeah. voting on. And so I'm sorry, I don't remember that one.
1: Well, this we're, we, we have an election coming up. Um, Pay attention, I guarantee you. And I don't know because there's not anything on my mind or that is uh pressing about dialysis machines or dialysis clinics right now. But I can guarantee you that there will be something on the ballot initiative of, on the ballot about dialysis. And the reason why is because exactly what you're just describing, that children are having type 2 diabetes. Old people have diabetes is going to be the, the biggest killer of this generation Um, Mm -hmm.
0: it's always interesting to me because when I see Starbucks, I'm like, they're not in the business of coffee. They're in the business of sugar and diabetes. And for example, it's the same because, you know, I, I also look at eco-conscious alternatives and all I'm, I'm vegan, but I'm also eco-conscious. And for example, for me selling water, it's not the business of selling water it's the business of selling plastic Bottles because really, what do you do? You put water in plastic bottles and then you sell that water the Mm -hmm. same kind of water that I can open my tap and have. It's like it doesn't make any sense for me. Some things, like people had an idea, oh, I'm gonna make that and make it fancy. And I'm just like, there's nothing fancy about that. Like, Mm -hmm. your coffee at Starbucks is no different than coffee you can make at home, except there's a ton of sugar. well i mean i drink black
1: coffee i drink black black coffee i never use a plastic cup so i mean i'm still i'm still big fan of um certain drinks but i try not i i would i always say starbucks is my third choice because i'll always choose to go to a local coffee roaster so Mm -hmm. we found one called red owl in um in georgia it was great and my second choice is Pete's, if it exists in the area that I'm in, because Pete's is from Berkeley, California, and they're not as crazy as Starbucks. Again, I just get black coffee. And third choice has got to be Starbucks because it's the only one that exists sometimes. Sometimes you get off the interstate and it's the only one that's there.
0: Listen, I go to Starbucks sometimes. Uh, everybody does. We we, we all. We all yeah, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not. I don't care. It's okay. I live with myself. Fine. But it's just like we have to call things for what they are. When I know I'm going to buy a chai latte or a matcha latte or whatever latte from uh, Starbucks, I know I'm eating sugar. What blew my mind when I came to this country is all the the places that sugar is not supposed to be and that it is. And that mm. people, if they don't read the little descriptions on the bottle, they don't know sugar is not supposed to be there. Like in bread, like in mm. tomato sauce, like in so many things. And well, I'm you like
1: need sugar for bread because that's what the yeast eats. Right. You need some sugar in bread. You don't, know,
0: no, you don't need sugar for bread. I promise you. Yes, you do. What do you think that What do you think? I make my meat? own bread. I can go pick it up right and now. You show no you my sugar, bread. There's put no sugar in it. my bread. No, you don't need sugar. I promise you. You put yeast and you put uh vinegar, like uh apple cider, apple cider vinegar, and maybe that's a little fermented with the natural sugar, but you don't need sugar in bread, I promise you.
1: When I make bread, I put sugar in it. But uh
0: that's uh, a <laughs> That's okay. That's
1: well, not okay. I mean because the sugar's all but if gone. You know,
0: my the Sugar's whole thing not in is, the
1: final product. It's in it, the yeast eats it and turns it into levity.
0: Okay. We all have different recipes. My point is, if you know you're eating sugar, I eat sugar willingly, but I think a lot of people, and that's what I see sometimes when I post my videos, a lot of people think they know something because they heard but they never really researched on online, on Google or whatever. And then they think they're doing something that's healthy. The number of time, like I was someone who, when I was a kid, I was on a diet when I was seven years old. I was overweight when I was seven years old. So food has always been, I've always been curious about food, how much this is. I did Weight Watchers, like I did so many things. And when people say, oh no, that's healthy. You can eat as much as you want. I'm always like, Everything is healthy. Everything is unhealthy. Like it's it's not a thing. If you mm. drink too much water, you're gonna die. It's nothing is good when it's too much, you know. So it's like, sugar is not a bad thing. We need sugar to live. Yeah, They're into
1: you- everything. It's a lot like milk. So to bring this back to like what, you know, like milk is in everything. You have to check uh, and everything. A, a, a granola bar that should have no milk in it. You look at the box. Milk and, and, of course, since I'm traveling a lot now and I'm trying to, like, eat more from supermarkets because I don't want to eat just junk food all the time, mm-hmm. I end up, like, going to Walmart and I don't know these products because that's just not – that's just not how I usually have to – that's not how I usually eat. And then I, I look at the box. And it always has something that's – I put so many things away, put so many things back on the shelf because there's milk or and or eggs that they've snuck in unnecessarily to um you know
0: for no reason but it's the,
1: to keep the dairy farmers of America in the I in feel the,
0: like you court. know as much as you have like vegan or whatever I think there should be on, on labels there should be bigger like it's crazy to me that we can barely read what's written on the package of of things it should be so much bigger for people to well, understand. milk and
1: eggs have to be in the in the allergen information yeah so now
0: that's they it's
1: true but honey is the honey and gelatin are the ones that they like to sneak in and, and certain dyes and you know the glazes and stuff hey um we have to wrap up but how about next week what are you what do you got going on until next week
0: Not much auditions, I'm gonna make more videos. I actually, one fun thing that happened this week because of my YouTube channel, a vegan person who lives in LA, who loves hanging out at the same place that I do, was like, hey, I see you're vegan. I see you're Mm -hmm. in LA, you love going to that place, me too. Do you wanna meet up? And so I was like, oh cool, cool. I'm meeting a new vegan person tomorrow.
1: Very nice, because of your content?
0: Yeah, so I'm excited
1: already paying dividends you know yes, what i mean yes, yes.
0: so that's um,
1: cool yeah. yeah vegan Han asked why do they sneak milk powder in all of the products uh i think it's because milk powder and various uh kind of byproducts of the milk industry they're cheap man they, they could cheap. accomplish it with something else but it's cheap because
0: the government paid for it
1: right and so they got to do something with it and so they're not only they are dumping it out in the desert they're doing all of that but they need to get it into people's bodies in order to keep them in business it literally is that bad we have so much mm-hmm. of it that we're dumping it yeah we're, we're, we're that's what's kind of sickening to that not kind of that one of the most sickening things is to me that uh, a mother had to be raped uh, the baby had to be killed the mother had to be tortured And then after all of that, the product of all of that was dumped in the, was just dumped.
0: Yeah, that's why it's so hard for me, even when I have, and it's a conversation we've had with Jess. Recently, someone had a package deliver at our house, but that was for someone else. And they were like, hey, I can't come pick it up. You can have whatever is in the package. It's food. And it was non-vegan food. It was a bunch of meat and stuff. And we dumped it in the trash. And I felt awful.
1: Because I was be like, good,
0: that that was the thing. So there is a group called Buy Nothing, and I suggested to Jess, I was like, should we give it to Buy Nothing group so at least someone's gonna eat it and it's not just gonna go and this this animal has suffered for no reason. And then Jess was like, well, if we do that, then we validate for all these people that it's okay to eat that yeah. kind of food. So we ended up trashing it, but I felt that's like what I would have done too.
1: I mean, I feel like yeah. I feel like that animal was already tortured for nothing way before you ever got involved. And yeah, then any, anything that is left over from that animal who's likely already met his or her end is now um, should be buried, it should be buried like a corpse. Because if it's a, if it's animal flesh, it actually is a corpse. If it's animal fluids or or eggs, then it should be. Buried, it doesn't belong to us, and it's like that notion that it belongs to us that we have to now undertake some kind of effort to rehome the remains. Like, you wouldn't do that with your grandmother, the remains of your grandmother, you would find a hole and put her in it or put her on the mantle. One, like, you're gonna. You're gonna do. Sorry, you make
0: that... you make me laugh because I'm <laughs> thinking of putting the, the cows remain on my mantle. Of... Yeah, there you go. should <laughs> be more respectful.
1: But really, it was always destined for the garbage, and that's where oh. that's that's where that type of the whole industry belongs. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that you've got really cool things planned for this week. And
0: you still in your truck?
1: Still in the chicken truck. I am in Jacksonville. I'll be in Orlando, but I'm really looking <gasps> forward. Yeah, you I'm, have to
0: talk to Jess. Because Orlando. He, has, he has something for you but but not what you think
1: oh, wow that sounds <laughs> ominous well, I no, but talk that. to
0: jess because he has he he wants uh yeah he wants to ask you something
1: <laughs> nerds like us says if i was killed i wouldn't want anyone to eat me good call nerds like us speak at sky Word.
0: i would not i would not eat you nerds like us I, I wouldn't promise. eat you
1: either because there's an extreme excess of milk. They dump gallons of gallons of gallons. If they turn the milk into powder, maybe it expires later. Yep, they turn it into powder, and also it does actually work quite well sticking flavors onto chips and shit, so they use it. It also sweetens things just a tiny bit. It, it's a great preservative because yeast and other bacteria tend to not eat lactose. Um, so, I mean – There you go. There's all the – it works and it's cheap and they get it because there's so much of it that we're dumping it into the fucking oceans. But These
0: these motherfuckers.
1: These motherfuckers. These carny bastards. So the last thing that I just wanted to mention is that, yeah, I'm going to Orlando. I can't wait to talk to Jess about whatever you're talking about. And then I am – the best news of the day is that I'll be headed to California in about 12 days. So I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, I'm extremely excited that I'll be able to come to California for that. I don't know if we're going to do our long boy Christmas special on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but look out for that. Invitations will be headed out your way soon. I appreciate you guys so much for being here. I know some of you were worried about not hearing this, that you complained about not hearing the theme song. I'll play it. But you must also know that Fanny and I are looking for new theme song for Sunday School, new opening. So this is, yeah. So we're gonna start a whole new thing. Thank you for being here, Fanny. I always appreciate- Iowa. <laughs> yeah, let's all go to Iowa together. <laughs> Have you ever been to Iowa?
0: Iowa. I've never been to Iowa. You've
1: never been to Iowa. Well, there's not much there.
0: Never been. Okay. <laughs> All I've been to right. Iowa a couple
1: of times, it's great. Bizu, bizu.
0: Thank you, everybody. Bizu, bizu. Bye, guys. It's so hard to not abuse animals.
1: Colonies can fuck themselves. They'll fuck
0: themselves. This is a shot of all videos.
1: This is for us. We want no more. This is a for... Are you a vegan?